Welcome back, folks, to another episode of the footyjumpers.com podcast. My name is Rob, and with me is my co-host, Lockie. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the footyjumpers.com podcast. So, today we are up to the Essendon Bombers, which obviously are another one of those long legacy clubs, very, very, very deep origins in the game of footy. So, um, and but at the same time, as we've seen with the other long and prestigious clubs that there's not been a whole lot of changes to the uh, home and away kits over the years because as we've mentioned it forms a whole part of the brand identity and the club identity and whatnot so um but I think for the structure of this podcast I think we'll go through a bit of a brief history of Essendon and the formations of where they've got the colors and whatnot and then um we'll skim over all the different home and away jumpers you know all the different I'll say Oh, that one. <laughs> oh wow, hey. maybe it's a red jumper with a black yeah. everything else. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so we'll go through that, and then we'll finally look at the alternate jumpers. Um, yeah, I think. Well, let's just jump straight into it, Rob. So, when were Essendon right. formed? Uh, well, they were formed uh, eighteen seventy-two, and by the McCracken family and uh, their local identities, generally with money. Um, that included people like W.S. Cox, who owned Mooney Valley Racecourse, uh, Del Getty, who's also big in the horse racing, uh, another fellow by the name of Spong, who was uh, big in the harness racing. So it was all these horse people together with um, a brewing company. The McCrackens owned, they owned pubs and they owned McCrackens Beer, and the McCracken Brewery ended up merging with a few other breweries to form Carlton and United Breweries. So, oh, wow. Is yeah, that where so McCracken Rum comes from? Yeah. Uh, well, the what? McCracken Rum? Well, maybe it does. Um, <laughs> I'm not a drinker of McCracken. Uh, the Kraken. Uh, oh, Kraken. No, I wouldn't have thought so. Uh, however, um, what interesting note with the McCrackens and Mr. Spong uh, as uh, – well, as some individuals, um, McCracken Beer, their their beer labels were red and black, and um, that fellow, Mr. Spong from the harness racing, his um, harness racing silks were black with a red sash. So there was something about black and red that was already ingrained in some of these people anyway. Uh, there was another guy, Fisher, but his colours were like pink and black. Um, he actually won a Melbourne Cup. And so, uh, yeah, so some of these people were involved in the formation of Essendon. There had been Essendon clubs or clubs representing Essendon in the 1860s, but they seemed to die out, fade away, and then uh, they decided to form this club in the 18 or in 1872. Their first game was 1873, and uh, what we know about them at that point was uh, according to the footballer magazine, they were just wearing blue. They had uh, blue jump or blue guernsey, blue pants or knickerbockers from 1875, and black and red striped socks, which is effectively you know the same hoop socks that they wear today. And then 1875 is the first mention of them wearing a sash as an official thing. Most likely they were probably wearing red sashes in 1873 and 80, 1874 like to, you know, as a bit of a clash thing. 
so that because a lot of other clubs were just wearing blue jumpers, uh, so they most likely would have worn them in 1873 and 74, but they sort of officially adopted them in 1875. And uh, the first time that they probably went to black would have been around about 1890. Right. So realistically, for 15 years, they were navy blue or dark blue with a red sash. And, and then... Was the use of sash just because, like, you know, for the horse racing? Is that where that's come from? Well, that's, I mean, there's no real official line on why Mm. it was adopted. I mean, as I say, it was certainly the registered colours of a fellow called Mr Spong who was at that, um, you know, that it's believed that he was part of the group that um, met at the uh, McCracken's place to form the club. And his mm. colours are registered as black with a red sash. Uh, you know, horse racing silks, you know, they had to have more colours back in those days anyway. And so, you know, there were other um, horses around that sort of era that were registered with, you know, different colours but included in them uh, the sash. Uh, so, right, yeah, so like even the... Like 1874 Melbourne Cup, there was a horse called Mountaineer. Uh, 18, uh, that's black with a red sash. Uh, it wasn't in the 1875 Melbourne Cup. These are all on the website, by the way. Uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, so sashes were more commonplace in horse racing, and horse racing people were involved in the formation of Essendon. Yeah. Who had the first sash? Was it Essendon or Richmond? Yeah, Nas Essendon. Richmond yeah. weren't even formed till the 1880s. And yeah. they wore a sash for their first couple of years, but uh, but then they went to they, – they wore a dark blue um, jumper, same as, you know, everybody was sort of you, – you kick off with just a jumper and then you um, do something to – designated as your own. So Richmond had a black and yellow sash that went over their blue jumper for the first couple of years. But, you know, they really had it that their colours were black and yellow, so then they went to black and yellow stripes. Right. Yeah, so, yeah, so, uh, but, yeah, as I say, you know, 1890, thereabouts, Essendon adopted black jumpers with the red sash. That was around the same time that their fans, uh, that there was a song, you know, We're the Same Old Essendon. And so they had moved from uh, their original grounds to uh, like a better football ground, Um, still not uh, down to the um, uh, EMCG, East Melbourne Cricket Ground at that point. But then they they were, um, yeah, they'd worn these new jumpers and so the same old Essendon was the song that their supporters used to sing. Oh really? Was that yeah, because so of the change of the colour? Uh, well, that's that's the uh, that's the thought. Yeah, that you know, yeah. even though they've changed their ground and they've changed their jumpers, they're the same old Essendon, and that's where that same old Essendon comes from. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. So then the home jumper or home and away sort of thing. So obviously there hasn't been all that many differences, but any points of notice that. Uh, since they've been gone? Well, only, I mean, they were made to wear a clash jumper in 2007, and that was the <laughs> first time that uh, that they wore anything other than a black jumper with a red sash. And so, was there any change in regards to how the sash was, in like, positioned? 
Oh, yeah. Well, the sash would be from either shoulder, um, and that's right. right up into the 1950s. Sorry, I um, I made a mistake with the East Melbourne Cricket Ground earlier. East Melbourne Cricket Ground, Essendon played there from 1882, not 92. So 1882, they moved to the East Melbourne Cricket Ground, and then, you know, not long later, they changed their jumpers to black with a red sash, and so that's where that same old comes from. Mm, so they've sort of moved right. out of Essendon because, you know, East Melbourne Cricket Ground was almost next door to the MCG. Yeah, right. And they played there till 22, or, yeah, 21, and then 22 they played at Windy Hill. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, so 2007 was the introduction of the Clash Jumper, and they had the fat sash sort of thing for the first couple of years. And then 20, uh, 2009, they moved to Adidas, and then Adidas's had like this droopy sort of sash to it. So it was like a droopy, scooped, fat sash Clash Jumper. It's just awful. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, then 20, 2012 to 2015, they tried to call it a heritage jumper, but, you know, it was a grey clash jumper. Um, yeah, they basically they put someone's signature on it for two years in a row, and that was, that was what they called it. And then since 2016, they've had the, the red clash jumper with the ever-thinning black outline of a red mm. sash on the clash jumper. So in terms of away jumpers, they've basically not really done anything. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess they could yeah, have gone with whole... red with a black sash, uh, but they've sort of, I mean, realistically, they've, you know, all right, they've still got a red sash on their jumper and it's outlined in a very thin black sash. On a red jumper, it doesn't really look like a sash anyway, does it? Yeah. Have they ever done that in at any any the red with the black sash. No. Nah. Nah, no, not even. No, they're, yeah. Like I mean, got they... close to doing it or anything like that? Because you think that, you know, when, we, when all the clash conversation came up, thought about, yeah, any of well, that you push forward. Because we've seen some very, very interesting things get put forward so far here. So you'd think <laughs> just in regards to the other clubs and the, the, the uh, designs that they've had. Oh, look, yeah, that, that's, yeah, that's not been Essendon's thing. They've um, they've had uh, well, yeah, one home jumper design as as we say since about the eighteen nineties, and the clash jumper. Initially, it was you know how how to get away with not really doing a clash jumper by just making the sash twice as wide, and so it was sort of mostly red technically, but it wasn't really. It was that was a bit of a mess. Um, the the her- so-called heritage jumpers, which were grey, uh, especially when they wore them with grey pant- grey shorts in a couple of games, uh, they weren't tremendously popular. And now they've gone to these red sash, which realistically they probably do resolve the clash. You know, they don't look like St Kilda or Port Adelaide when they're playing against them. Uh, but realistically, they do much better with wearing red shorts in away games than wearing white shorts, which aren't even a club colour. Um, yeah. They did wear red shorts from 75 to 82, but my understanding, and then they wore them again uh, after a heritage round, they wore them a couple of times. But 
as I understand it, the club's impression of that era, the 75 to 82, was probably the worst or almost worst at the time period of um, the lack of success in the club's history. And so, mm, wow. but realistically, it's probably only beaten by the modern era. Um, <laughs> because they haven't been very good for a very long time. No, but, they have uh, not. Yeah. So there you are. But uh, so is yeah, that, so, that's sort yeah. of where we are for the, the home jumpers oh, then yeah. or home away? Yeah. Uh, well, well, here's the thing with, with them, yeah. I mean, that yeah, realistically, that covers off home jumpers and clash jumpers and away jumpers. Although saying away jumpers, what they do and have done for a number of years now, probably 2012, they've got two sponsors. So you know, right now it's Fujitsu and Amart. One will be the home sponsor and then one will be on the, the, the home jumper. But when they're playing away, they'll be in the on the front and the other will be on the back. So they've sort of got a home jumper and an away jumper, but it's both black with a red sash. And then the clash jumper is in the same logo formation as the uh, as the away jumper is. But, yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, even with, with well, Essendon, you know, for a club that, well, we don't have, you know, we've always had the same jumper. Well, they have a home jumper, an away jumper, a clash jumper. I guess every club these days has got an Indigenous Sir Doug Nichols round jumper. Uh, Essendon most recently have had an Anzac Day jumper. Well, since 2015, they've had an Anzac Day jumper. Since 2007, they've had a Clash for Cancer jumper. So that sort of counts as a different jumper. Uh, occasionally, they'll have a country round jumper, you know, when they play Geelong. Mm. And yeah. then you've also got any sort of promotional jumper has to be added on to that. So, you know, they've already got six or seven before they begin. Yeah, um, that is a lot. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, they sort of started that with the, uh, in 2010, they had the seatbelt, which was a um, TAC promotion, speed kill sort of thing. And so... Yeah. That's what it looks like if you're being clipped in yourself because of the sash, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so the sash is in the shape of a seatbelt. And realistically, the seatbelt sort of design was was what the sash was made to look like by the jumpers. So it's almost like they thought, we're going to make a seatbelt out of this sash at some point. Let's have the home jumper and the you know, and the, all the other jumpers, let's have them have this seatbelt sort of shape to it because at some point we're going to have one game where we're going to make <laughs> out of the sash. Yeah. Well, I get the impression that they've done. <laughs> that is right. Because they, did they change back from that just recently after the seatbelt as well? Like back to the more straight sash? Oh, yeah. They went to a very straight, sort of overcorrected. So yeah. Like, when Adidas took a, uh, yeah, so Adidas sort of came in 2009, 2010, and the sash got really droopy. And then 2011 to, I'd call it 16, they basically had a diagonal stripe from, you know, one shoulder to the other hip. And it, it was just dead straight. So it wasn't yeah. a sash at all, which has got some sort of bend in it. Um, 
the other thing is the Essendon sash generally doesn't finish like right at the bottom of the jumper. It's sort of usually finished a bit higher, but uh, which it does now. They've gone back to that sort of look. But back in those days, they were just, yeah, as I say, it was just a straight line from your shoulder to your hip and then colour it in red. Yeah. Yeah, so that was uh, not a great era for the Bombers <laughs> in terms of what they looked like or how they were going on the field. <laughs> oh, dear. Hasn't gotten much better still. Um, um, well, they, they seem to be getting better. We'll see how they go. <laughs> They do, yeah. Well, then, um, what about the Anzac? So, obviously, there's a long history of Anzac. So, we've discussed Collingwood's Anzac the other round. So, how about Essendon? Yeah, well, similar but different. Uh, well, like Collingwood, you know, their first logo was the 90th anniversary of uh, Gallipoli. So, in 2005, they had the 90th anniversary commemoration logo. Uh, they basically just had an Anzac logo on their jumpers right up until 2014. And then in 2015 uh, was the first of the wreath of poppies formed into a sash. And they've sort of done it differently every year, but it's, you know, but effectively it's the same. It's a whole pile of poppies, uh, which I've, you know, regular listeners will know that it's not my favourite thing. Uh <laughs> Well, and there is a way of presenting poppies on Remembrance Day, which is in November, not Anzac Day. And also uh, that way to do it is to use it with one poppy over your heart, not a whole pile of them just as a design element. But well, um, the uh, 2017 Anzac jumper in particular sticks out. It looks more like... I don't even know, dried up earth from a distance than it does poppies. They really change the design. It's hard to tell it's poppies when you first look at it. it Whereas is. the other ones, you can sort of get a sense that they're poppies. There's the other one you've sort of you got a 2017, you really have to look a bit harder. Yeah, it's true. It's, yeah, look, totally agree. I mean, yeah, you sort of have to know that they're trying to be poppies to know yeah. that they're trying to be poppies. And then it, the next year they went back to the sort of more original design of a traditional design of a poppy it's just yeah, yeah, they, yeah. something happened in 2017 yeah i think well you know they've had a designer that's thought well that's what a poppy looks like um let's plop a whole bunch of them on top of each other copy yeah. and paste them on the back and yeah there's your sash and then so they've just always done the poppy the sasha and zach day really it's just sort of different variants yeah. on that since then yeah it's been uh different design like it's always a different poppy i guess 2022 they had a, a thing for jack jones who played for the bombers and served in the war uh so they he was number 24 when he played so they had 24 poppies on the front of that jumper uh and then the number 24 uh on one occasion they had red cuffs which sort of made it stand out a little bit better uh that was oh, yeah. years ago now 2019 they had the red cuffs on the jumper but um, but yeah, it's it's been the just the poppies in various formations each year. Uh, you know when it's a, I mean, it's, to me, if you're going to do that, you might as well just make the whole jumper poppies and make it red, and so it doesn't look like Collingwood. Do that. Yeah, yeah, that is true. I mean, they because Essendon and Collingwood sort of get a pass from the AFL because they're traditional rivals, and they're going to wear. 
their traditional jumpers to be traditional rivals, and then they both wear different jumpers that aren't Collingwood or Essendon jumpers on Anzac Day. So I don't quite see the point of that. You might as well just put one in red, one in white, you know, with a little bit of yeah. weight on both and go at it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. What's well, like confusing? But um, yeah, they're definitely following the same protocol of let's not change too much here, guys. Because yeah, well, yeah. So far, that's... we've had black with a red sash and black with red poppies. Exactly. You know, yeah. there's Anzac yeah. Day. There's Home and Away. Yeah. <laughs> and and then the other thing, all black with a red seatbelt, black with a red sheet. Yeah, of course. Of yeah. Uh, you know, because they've had the country game against Geelong. Uh, I guess realistically, they've only really made an effort in 2017, and that was when they had a, you know, as I say, a sheaf of wheat as their sash. Um, yeah. 2016, they had sort of some strange sort of, I don't know, cut marks, or I don't know what you'd call it, scratch marks in the jumper. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, they haven't really done a great deal with um, country, country round. They'll put a, logo on the regular home jumper is mostly what they've done recently. I guess the other thing we could bring up is the Clash for Cancer jumpers yeah. um, or call the arms or whatever they've been because they really have been doing that uh, for a, quite a while now. 2007 was the first time uh, they actually had a jumper for that and the reason was in 2006 that they wanted to wear yellow armbands uh, as recognition, particularly for Adam Ramanaskis, who'd survived cancer. But, mm-hmm. you know, they were raising money for cancer and so they really wanted to have a jumper to recognise it. The AFL said you can't wear, it. well, basically you can only have black armbands and that's only when someone in your family dies. And so they were like, or the footy club dies. So they said, all right, well, we'll... Um, we can't have yellow armbands. We'll have a yellow cuff on our jumpers. And so that in the, the <laughs> It's clash. funny that that gets through and not the other one. Which one? The armband. Oh, oh yeah. Well, well, I guess then it counts as, um, as one of the jumpers that you, you're only supposed to have a certain number of designs from the AFL. You can't just have a different jumper every single week. And yeah. You know, they had to make a decision to make it uh, one of the jumpers that they're going to wear for the season. But, you know, there was green armbands and white armbands and orange armbands and so on and so on. And so, yeah, so at any rate, they, uh, yeah, they've they've settled on the Clash for Cancer jumper and stuck with it. So, so yeah. Cool. So then another one that's also been a big one for Essendon is the Dreamtime. So how about the progression of Dreamtime jumpers? Well, the dream time at the G obviously was a Richmond and Essendon game set up by Kevin Sheedy and whoever else wants to take credit. But they started that in 2006. Um, then, you know, realistically for the first, what, eight years, nine years, they just wore the dream time at the G logo instead of the AFL logo. Uh, yeah. The AFL then decided that this Indigenous round, which has now become Sue Doug Nichols round, rounds, because now they're doing it over two weeks and then they'll wear the same jumpers in NIDOC week. So, it's, you know, it, they do get quite a run now. But mm. they were, you know, very different, very interesting, very profitable. And so 
the AFL's right, right, everyone's doing it. And so from 2014, Essendon just joined all the other clubs. Richmond had had a little bit of a dip at doing it for a couple of years and then having a different design for the for the um, Indigenous round. Uh, Richmond had started doing it from 2011. So they'd had 11, 12 and 13 and they sort of, you know, the AFL sort of said, right, everybody, you're going to have an um, Indigenous round jumper. And uh, that was it. And so Essendon hadn't had one until then. And so they had their first Indigenous design the same year everybody else did. And then what they've been doing is having um, the, like the, the red clash version of it when they're playing away. And then I think it was 2021, because of the lockdowns, they were playing in uh, Perth and they ended up being the away team, but they wore the, sorry, yeah, they were supposed to be the away team, but they were listed as the home team in Perth. Then mm. when it came to the next year, well, that jumper had already been designed and approved. And so they ended up last year wearing a black jumper as the away team to Richmond as the home team and was a mess. So yeah. I'll go back to, you know, well, this year they've got a a grey, dark grey sort of a jumper and Richmond wore the away jumper. Um, yeah, and then they'll play the Eagles again this week, most likely in the dark grey jumper with uh, West Coast in the blue. Mm, okay. Yeah, they've had a, a, the last few years have really, I guess, as with every club, with the designs of the Indigenous rounds, like really stepped it up. I mean, especially based on what we've seen for Essendon, it's, you know, I guess there's so much history between Indigenous and Essendon as well, so it is sort of a that's, that's big, true uh, big event. Yeah, no, that's true too. And so, I mean, yeah, they've had some beauties. Uh, they've had some that... Probably you wouldn't have said they set the world on fire, but um, the twenty eighteen one's a bit interesting. Yeah, twenty eighteen is uh, interesting. That's that's sort of paint strokes. Um, I mean, you know, obviously you can see the black jumper with the red sash, and then paints. Yeah, so that's been used as a foundation, and then they've added to it from there. Others have tended to, well, I guess they've always had a sash of some description, but. Uh, that was probably until this year where they've got, I'll call it a bird. Maybe it's an eagle. Yeah. It's, yeah. One of those. Really want it to be an eagle given that one of their games, they're playing the eagles. <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. Who knows? But it looks yeah. good. I guess it's, it's what, because it's the way it's positioned on the jumper flying, it's supposed to look like the two wings are sort of making up the sash, right? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 So okay. well, I think, so that's probably covers the Dreamtime slash Indigenous round jumpers. How about the Heritage rounds and jumpers? Uh, we yeah, seen I mean, there? the Heritage is a bit like you know the 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 meeting we had uh, about what are we going to talk about Essendon? <laughs> yeah. And they obviously had the same thing. What are we going to do for a Heritage round jumper? You know, we should <laughs> black jumper with a thin red sash. <laughs> And yeah, it's so, a bit funny, though, isn't it? <laughs> and they went with it, and they kept going. So, 
Oh, well, well, no, that's not true. Let's go 1996 because, I mean, there were Heritage Rounds, which was the, the VFL thing, but the original one was the Centenary Celebration. And, uh, well, for those that are fans of the site, you will be pleased to know that the 1996 Centenary Celebration jumper is the reason why footyjumpers.com exists. Uh, they wore, Essendon wore a jumper that, you know, I'd done a little bit of research on the history of footy. I always liked that sort of stuff. But uh, there was a club called Essendon A in, in the VFA. Um, they're also called Essendon Town. And they played at Windy Hill. Essendon and Essendon Town fought with each other f to get local players to come and play for them. Now, Essendon, the VFL team, they were playing in the city at East Melbourne Cricket Ground. And this Essendon Association Club were playing at Windy Hill and, you know, they were getting some of the local talent. Anyway, they wore black jumpers with a red sash, but they also had red collar and cuffs. And so that went, they had a reinforcing stripe, stripe down the middle if they were wearing a lace-up jumper, which was unlikely, but... You know, there were some, you know, there were a few that had a lace-up jumper, and so that was a bit of red reinforcing. So it was like red mm. trim is what they would call it. Uh, that Those two clubs hated each other. Like, they just yeah, did right. not get along at all because they fought over players, and eventually the Essendon VFL team um, had to get off the East Melbourne cricket ground. The Essendon Council said, well, we'll just kick the VFA team off Windy Hill and you can have it which, of course, didn't make things any easier. Uh, there was a <laughs> merge with North Melbourne, which ended up looking like happening, gave the club all the players that made them successful in the 1923 and 1924 seasons, and then North Melbourne went out of business. Like, um, had, like got, they got kicked out of the VFA. They didn't have a competition to go to. And then this Essendon town and North Melbourne merged to form a new North Melbourne football club with a different jumper and a different board and a different everything and and players from both North Melbourne and Essendon VFA. And that's the club that a couple of years later got accepted to join the VFL as North Melbourne. Oh, there you go. North so, Melbourne's Essendon. Well, Essendon Town, yeah. So Essendon Town jumpers that Essendon VFL, or AFL, wore in 1996 were actually North Melbourne's predecessors. Yeah. Gee, so, it's interesting to think that, you know, could have had two clubs with the same, you know, suburb name. Very interesting. Kind of reminds you of the Manchester City, Manchester United. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. I mean, yeah, you don't really see VFA clubs called Hawthorne or... Footscray or something. I mean, obviously yeah. they're part of that club. But, uh, yeah, so they were a VFA team. They didn't get along and, um, yeah, merged with North Melbourne. And that's what Essendon AFL chose as their 1996 centenary celebration jumpers. So, so in 96 they used North Melbourne's heritage jumper. Realistically, yeah, technically. And... <laughs> um, they played Geelong. I went to that game too. They played Geelong and Darren Buick kicked about nine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, uh, nice. Michael Long did his knee. Jake, oh, no. There you go. It was only 27 years ago. Still. <laughs> still yeah, true. I remember that game well. Yeah, of course. Like, would have been two. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so 2003, 4, 5, 
you know, in Heritage Round, the official Heritage Round, they just wore a thinner sash. And then 2006, they actually took a jumper from the 1980s um, and they, well, just basically traced over where the sash was and uh, that's the jumper that they ended up using for the 06 Heritage Round. Yeah. I think with the 2003 one with the thinner stripe, I think we probably glossed over it a bit. So in that's because they wore that thinner stripe from when what period? So that oh, how they, the, what changes of the sash did they sort of go? The if you just stripe, yeah, summarize? the stripe varied in thickness. Um, at least you know in the early days, it was just any. There was no you know uniform sash width. Um, mm. But probably from about the 1920s or 1910s to 1920s when they were really wearing wool jumpers and they'd have their jumpers all made by the one place, even if you wore the same jumper for multiple seasons, the jumpers were generally made by the one company. Uh, from that period, the sashes were thinner than, you know, well, certainly what we see today. And they were the, the width of the... Um, the heritage round jumpers in 1975 australia got color tv and so the vfl as they were then called decided that they're going to brighten up the uniforms to make them easier to see on tv on color tv so essendon started wearing red shorts and then they also widened doubled the width of the sash and so that's how the sash sort of got wider and then as I say, as we talked about earlier, it moved shape. It got really free. Yeah. It got completely straight. It went back to more of a sash shape. Um, realistically, after that 06 jumper, that's when they started going back to that uh, style of sash for a little bit. Yeah, right. Yeah. I think, um, oh, gee, what's, that's just about all, isn't it? So... Of or is there any other points that you've had? Um, I mean, what have we got so far? <laughs> well, I guess uh, the other one I always find interesting with the sponsors and mm. the one that, well, you know, Don Small Goods nine seventy seven, I guess for a few years was their original sponsor. But two th- the the one sponsor logo that I know of that really stands out to me is two thousand three. They had a. Uh, three mobile were their main sponsors and i think it's the only time i've ever seen six different logos i mean really they're just the same logo in different colors but they're the only one that like the players would run out with six different uh logo colors so one had red one had green sky blue so at the same time yeah yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So, you know, so James Heard, you look at a photo of James Heard from 2003 and maybe his jumper's got a red number th- uh, three mobile logo and Mark Johnson's standing next to him and his might be sky blue number three logo. And Jason Johnson's there and he's got an orange three mobile logo. What's the technicalities around that? Is that count as a different jumper if you have a different colour logo? No, that was just part. No, that was just part of the three mobile. I, I yeah. believe they were trying to make it that those colours changed, but they couldn't get the material. You know how, like, you can get paint that changes colours. Oh yeah, 
yeah, the idea was to try and do something like that. But, you know, we're talking 20 years ago and they just yeah. couldn't do that on a footy jumper. I don't know if they still could. But uh, yeah, I know, gee, that's, that's ambitious, isn't it? It's Ambitious is a good word. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, that's right. I got a, I've got one that's got a blue three logo. I think Matthew Lloyd's one. Uh, yeah, well, you've you've got the Clash jumper from, I believe, a few years after that. Oh, so this is different. The same logo, though? Same logo, yeah. It was yep. still three. So uh, three logo. Three mobile. But, and they ended up going with light blue after that. Okay, um, so they said you can pick whatever colour you want, and then they said, no, we're doing light blue. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I wonder if the, did, if the players had a got to pick what colour three logo they wanted? Um, that, that's an excellent question. I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, 2004 to 2008, they were light blue. Yeah, right. So, well, yeah. Um, yeah, any other points you wanted to bring up here? I think we've probably each about covered. We've gone through the home and away jumpers as, you know, best as we can with a club like Essendon and we've looked at the promotional jumpers and the indigenous and the heritage. So I don't know what other categories we've got to run through. I think we've just about covered it. I think we have. Like this is yeah. the uh, this is the bombers in all their glory. The, the <laughs> if you yeah. had to pick your favourite and least favourite. Yes, the favourite what would they be? Well the least favourite, let's start with that. Uh, let's see so we can finish on a positive is the droopy sash. Clash jumper of 2009 to 11, uh, made by our friends at Adidas. Uh, it just, I don't even know what it looks like. It's not, it's, <laughs> it's a sash that they've then added to the side of it, and the sash wasn't the right shape in the first place. It's it's just a mess. What year was this one, sorry? 2009 to 2011. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, that was um, definitely up there for me with one yeah, of my least favourites. yeah. Just horrific. <laughs> um, so, yeah, not a fan of that guy. And, and uh, favourite. Well, probably, I mean, gee, Essendon. Are you just going to say the regular home jumper? Yeah, I, I was trying not to, but Getting I just you can't go past it, can you? Um, <laughs> I'm going to say, well, no, let's I'll just pick, the pick something fun. Well, the 2007 home jumper, which was based off the 2006 Heritage jumper, so I could just say the 2006 Heritage jumper. Um, <laughs> the return, well, here's the reason I like the 2006 Heritage jumper, because um, I was able to supply the Hall of Fame at Essendon with a photo of my game-worn Essendon jumper and from the 1980s, and that's the one that they actually used for it. So it's a little selfish and a little personal, but the jumper that I've got at home is mm. the one they used to make the 2006 artwork. So we'll, uh, we'll let it pass. From the 2007 home jumpers. Oh, so, right, there you go. Yeah, so it's a little personal story of uh, selfishness, but that's my favourite, <laughs> and I like it because I like it, and the rest of you can get stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. So I was probably thinking my least favourite was also going to be the 0911, but um, I'm happy to take the 2007 to 8 away jumper anyways instead, just to be different for you. Um, interesting that you've chosen one that you have one of. Yeah. I know 
you've got one of those jumpers. Your least yeah. favourite jumper hangs on your wall. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it it definitely just looks different. I think, oh, to be honest, I definitely would wanted the 0911 because the the way that that big sash droops just just it looks is, horrible. It's, it's, it just it just yeah. looks like it's not supposed to be a sash at all. It looks like it's just you know they've missed the corner where they should have filled it yeah. in red. Yeah. <laughs> so um oh look i don't know i didn't realize that was that jumper i'll probably still go with the 0911 actually as well let's be real that's the one i don't like and my favorite here's a tricky one. Oh yeah what do we do with the favorite i'll probably have to go with the 2016 indigenous round jumper Okay. That's one I have liked. It's I like the sim the simplistic of it, and it's got yeah. the the pattern in the sash as it goes through. It's not too much, but it's still got the artwork, and it's still very, you know, Essendon focused. But at the same time, it's got all the right things on it. That's what the round stands for. So yeah, I like that one. I think that's my favourite. Fair play. Yeah. All right. Well, let's. Well, that is good. Well, we'll get the uh, post this on Twitter and. Jump on the footyjumpers.com website, have a scroll through, see what your favourite and least favourite jumpers are and comment them down on the post and we'll have a look. We'll roast you if you pick the wrong one. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for tuning in. I think we'll wrap it up thanks. there. And, uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next episode. See you next time. Bye. Bye.